Got dreams of being a professional podcaster, but have no idea what you're doing? This is impossible. That's about to change. A new kind of school. Welcome to the Pod School Podcast. Hello and welcome to the show. Today, I'm going to be talking about how to make your edit easier when you are at the recording phase of your podcast. There are a lot of things you can do when you've opened up the microphones and you're laying things down on tape that will mean when you sit down in front of Adobe Audition or whatever program you use and start to slice away like Edward Scissorhands, you're not thinking, oh, this is a nightmare. And there are some ways to stop that from happening. The first is to wear headphones for the love of all things holy. Anytime you are doing anything that involves any kind of audio, please wear headphones. You will never, ever, ever hear the things that a microphone is picking up with just your ears. As soon as you put the headphones on, you'll hear things like wind noises and the popping sound that happens when people speak too closely to the microphone or if your guest is way too loud. All of these things are things you don't want to be hearing for the first time when you sit down to edit the episode because more often than not, none of those things can be fixed. If you have someone popping into the microphone, so making those sounds into the microphone. Those can be fixed, but I guarantee you, if you can avoid it, you do not want to be spending the time going through, removing all of those little pops. It takes forever and it is so annoying. So you are much better off if you can avoid it at the time of recording to try and make sure that doesn't happen. One of the ways, of course, to do that is to make sure you have pop filters or pop guards, just the little foamy covers for your microphone. So that reduces the number of pops that you'll hear. But if you've got your headphones on and that's happening, you might be able to just adjust the way that your guest is holding their microphone or alternatively, make sure that your mic technique is all right so that you're not popping all the time. Wind noise is one of the worst things and you will never pick it up when you do not have headphones on. I have recorded things in the past and I know this from first-hand experience that you can think, sure, that wind's blowing, but it's not loud until you go back to the studio and you put the headphones on and you realise it sounds like you're recording in the middle of the roaring 40s. That kind of audio cannot be fixed. It cannot be helped and the only place for it is in the bin. So the last thing you want to do is be recording outside in a windy area and then not be able to actually use anything that you've recorded. The other thing that you'll notice is if you or your guest are too hot on the microphone and that just means too loud. It's really important to test the levels before you even get started with your guest and when you're doing that make sure that you get them to have a proper conversation like you would be doing on the actual show because you'll notice when you ask somebody to test the microphone they're usually a lot quieter than they will be in the natural conversation. So it's always best to try and talk with them naturally, you know, ask them what they had for breakfast or something or ask them about their day or try and have some kind of natural conversation to get the real level set as opposed to the quieter levels that somebody might do when they're just testing things out. If you've got headphones on and those levels change, which sometimes they do because people might move closer,
closer to the mic or further away from the mic, you can just be really on top of that and be able to tell your guest or alternatively move the microphone yourself and just say, oh, could you move a little closer to the mic, a little further away? And all of that stuff you want to be hearing at the time so that you can fix it on site rather than thinking, oh, what a punish when you're actually sitting down to edit and there's no way you can possibly bring your guest back closer to the microphone because they're no longer there. The other thing that can be a real pain in the crack when you are editing is a room echo. If you are in a room that is cavernous and has plenty of windows and tiles and all the things that anybody who works in audio is allergic to because they make your audio sound terrible, then it can be really hard to edit. Essentially, instead of just having clean audio that you can chop and change, what ends up happening is that you or your guest or whoever is speaking on the microphone, everything they say has like a tiny little tail on it where the sound is bouncing around the room and when you've got that and you're trying to make things sound edited and clean it can be really hard to find a clean place to edit so you are always best trying to find a room or a space that you know has padded walls would be helpful but not all of us are going to be recording in an asylum so that's not always possible but it is really helpful if you can get somewhere that has as little echo as possible otherwise it will be a pain in the butt after you finished. Another little pro tip is to record ambient noise. That basically just means the noise in the space that you were recording in. If you've got a guest there and you're doing an interview, you don't have to do this while they're there. In fact, you could wrap up the interview, leave the mics exactly where they are. And if you've got two microphones open, leave both of those microphones open recording into your recording device. And after they've gone and you're in the space by yourself, just record 20, 30, 40 seconds, however much you need of that space's noise. You will find this will be really helpful if you are recording in a different space to where you are usually because every single room sounds different. You might not notice it at the time, but there are things like air conditioning noise, vending machines, refrigerators, all those things that create some kind of buzz in the air that can actually make it quite different to where you would normally record. So if you're editing and you notice that the room sounds very different, but you've got a bit of ambient noise, you can sometimes lay that over the edit as a band-aid and it can cover up a lot of editing issues, which can be great. This becomes much more important when you're actually recording outside somewhere. For example, if you were, you know, covering a football match and you had all the ambient noise there, or, you know, you're covering something outside and there are cars rolling past. If there's any kind of actual noise going on, it's always best to make sure you get some of that noise without any speaking at all. So you can use that to cover up some edits that might be obvious. And those are some of the ways that you can make sure when you sit down to cut up your show, you are not pulling your hair out. I hope you found that helpful. As always, you can head to podschoolpodcast.com to find my tech guide that will give you all the tools and tech you need to set up your home studio and a link to Podschool, my online podcasting course that can help you from start to finish, even if you have no idea what you'd want to podcast about. If you're enjoying the show, please head to iTunes and leave a review. It just helps other people who might be interested in podcasting find this little show too. I'll see you next week. And until then, happy podcasting. That's all for today. 